when you two get splinters, do you have to take them out right away or do you <laughs> let them work themselves out gradually? I usually rip them out right away. Otherwise, I'll think about it all the time. I don't really have a good answer to that. <laughs> I have a real doozy from firewood. The hole that it came in is not near where it ended up in under my skin. <laughs> I'm just trying to help it along its way. Just take a melon baller. Yeah. Scoop. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying to get that thing out all episode. Faking it till we making it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Windy City Wingers podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Fire, Chicago Red Stars, and, of course, a trip around the globe for a soccer update from all over the world. My name is Alex Herman, and I'm joined, as always, by Brady Olson and Dave Kulichkowski. Boys, happy holidays. How we doing? Thank you. Uh, we are fighting through it here. So, uh, faking <laughs> yes. it till we make it. <clears throat> Uh, thank you all for sticking with us. Happy holidays. Oh, what a weekend. What a weekend indeed. Before we dive into things here, quick shout out to Ian Scarlato, our lovely producer for our podcast. Thank you, Ian, for all that you do. And a shout out to Jen Bennett, helping us run our social media accounts. Lots of sports have happened since we last talked to you, our lovely audience. Obviously, the main reason we are here is to discuss the soccer ball. But before we do that, football, NFL football, to be exact, the season is nearing completion. Week 16 out of 18. Me too. (laughs) We'll be wrapping up tonight with the Dolphins versus the Saints on Monday Night Football. Currently, as things stand, Let's just do a quick recap of the playoff picture. We don't need to go over specific games. Uh, I think really mostly because our particular teams are pretty pathetic right now. So (laughs) I'm just picking. I'm looking towards the playoffs, and I'm going to pick my dark horse picks, and then I'm going to pick what I think is actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what yet. But right now, in the NFC, the following teams have secured a playoff spot. Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, Cardinals. In the hunt for that, for the sixth and seventh spot, most likely two candidates are 49ers and Eagles. And on the bubble, they would need several things to happen. Mostly it would be them winning games in order to get in. (laughs) Vikings, Saints, Falcons, Washington football team. That is a very loose bubble group. (laughs) Yep, it really is. I, Washington football team, I liked them this year. I thought they were fun to watch, and they, they were have not been looking good. Just got the one slapped. that shocks me is the Falcons. That whoa, <laughs> the fact that they're even still alive. Right, I wrote them off a long time ago. I did too. I but still have them written off. <laughs> <laughs> they're not in Brady's bubble. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of wrote the Eagles off too. And the Saints are so hard to get a, a pulse on this year. 
trying to pick the six and seven spot. I would say the 49ers. They seem reliable. Uh, that's seventh seed, though. I don't think it's the Vikings. It's not Washington. Between the Eagles, Falcons, and Saints. <laughs> wow. Boy. Just to make it. Historically, I would go Saints, but that team is so weird this year. I don't know. What do you two think? Well, Eagles, just a quick Saints, Falcons. Quick note Saints. on the Saints. The ESPN showed a graphic about the quarterback who's playing for the Saints tonight. And it was like mobility, A, decision making, B minus. And then like arm talent and accuracy were both D and, and C minus. And Oof. I was like, oh, oh so nice. not a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would tend to think it's going to be the Eagles. I think so too now. And I really hope the Eagles make it. And then would they be matched up against the Cowboys? Is that how that would work? And then they lose. They beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to be a one and done in the playoffs as usual. <laughs> I'm thinking that's how it's going to go. Like it is prime battle. That'd be pretty sweet. prime choke time for Dallas <laughs> in the playoffs. Yes, everybody's all excited because they beat the crap out of Washington. It's Washington. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great, exactly. So that's what's happening in the NFC and the AFC. We have a much different picture. One team has secured a playoff spot, and that is the Chiefs. Surprise. Boring. Yeah, surprise, (laughs) surprise. Everything else is up for grabs. But right now, in the hunt for spots two through seven, are the Titans, Bills, Bengals, Colts, Patriots, and Ravens. Uh, I am surprised that the Bengals are there. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, I don't think so. Bengals and Colts and Patriots, honestly, are three surprises to me. But they've all been playing very well um, throughout the year. Titans and Bills, I thought they'd be there. Ravens, I thought they'd be there as well. On the bubble, again, a ton of teams. (laughs) Dolphins, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Browns, Broncos. So much closer uh, competition in the AFC. Any thoughts? Thoughts on these teams? Despite this weekend, the Chargers are the best team on the bubble still. So I I believe they'll get in. The Dolphins are confusing as heck to me. I have Dolphins, no idea. Man. Let's go Dolphins. <laughs> Five-yard passes from Tua, just completing I them all. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's the trade-off going to be, though? The Ravens gonna it would be the one to dip out then, right? Ravens, it's down to bubble. Lamar. Yeah. He has to get healthy. Otherwise, that's, yeah. that's it. I agree with you. I think the Chargers are the best team that are currently on the bubble. Steelers, no. No. Ben is so old, man. He's so old. Browns, no. Very interested to see what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, that game just killed his chances, I think. That was brutal to watch. It was awesome, says Dave. (laughs) (laughs) It was like my one pick that went right in a weekly fantasy this week. Nice. I knew and also, that Baker was going to screw up on Christmas. Also, Odell going to another team and not dominating, but like he scored four touchdowns in I think as many games is just like, yeah, it was it was Baker. So, whew. it's going to be an interesting finish on the AFC side. Uh, NFC, like I said, five spots already taken. 49ers, I think, at that sixth one. Be a battle. Be a battle for that seventh seed. Playoff. Time is my favorite time for NFL football. Mm -hmm. Everything is win or go home. Looking forward to bundling down as the cold weather rolls in and watching some football. 
Now, obviously, this past week was Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, lads. Or whatever holiday you choose to celebrate this time of year, for the three of us, it's Christmas. And gift-giving happens with Christmas. Real quick, top picks for your favorite present that you received this year. I got a like really cool decoration um, from Colleen. It was like a light up uh, wooden stand as if they were at like the Chris Kindle market almost. And it just kind of lights up in the back. It looks really cool in the dark. So that was my favorite gift this year. Nice. So, also nice. winning choice to go with the fiance's. Yep. I was going to say. <laughs> very smart. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this, is not, this is not his rookie year. He glances nervously over his shoulder to Colleen just out of screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brad, how about you? Uh, I got to add some musical instruments to my oh. arsenal. So I have Ooh. a new tambourine, a new shaker that's more official than my uh, egg of broken picks, which I've been using. And nice. I also got a, a wood block. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> That's uh, check it out at Brad the Bard thirteen. All the stuff I'm gonna try and do. I also got a, um, a like a bow for my guitar. It's 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 basically a smaller bow so that you can play like a stringed instrument on the guitar, like a violin or something like that. So yeah. new new and interesting stuff. We'll see. Um, yeah. So far, this has been my favorite. Yeah, I man, I haven't seen one of those since elementary school. I think so. Good on you. Cannot wait to hear what crazy solos yeah, I'm gonna you come change, up with. I'm going to change my that. pick to Brady's Woodblock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's also Dave's favorite present of the holidays. <laughs> All right. Let's dive in. Soccer time. The Red Stars. Let's start with them. Big news. coming on the Red Stars camp. Coaching update. It's really not that big of news. But. No, it's big non-news. <laughs> New coach to be announced in January 2022. So they must be close. But hopefully, um, they're doing the right steps to make sure that everything checks out. And this is actually a legitimately good person while also being a good coach. Yes. Crucial step. More news to come on the new coach. Stay tuned. We do have some confirmed player updates, though. Yep. These are just the NWSL draft picks. Ava Cook, Samantha Fisher, Sarah Griffith, Kayla McKeon, and Jada Hilton Pelea. I know that I said that wrong, and I will learn that name more throughout the season. But we got two forwards, two midfielders, one defender. The bios on chicagoredstars.com are wonderful. So check those out if you just want a little bit more information on those players. I'm excited to learn about them and hopefully see them in the next season. All righty. So really, stay tuned for that new coaching update because that is going to be a big announcement. Over on the Fires end, their newsroom. The 2022 schedule has been released. We now know who the fire are going to be playing next year. Brad, I know that you've already taken a look at it, done your analytics. <laughs> no, not the, not the analytics just yet. <laughs> There's a lot of people to be signed and moved. Uh, okay. What I noticed was the schedule is more balanced this year. Um, hopefully all of this COVID stuff continues to die down. However, we got to talk about that in England and, and the U.S. right now. It's pretty crazy. But the idea is there's going to be more Western Conference teams on the schedule. Uh, another cool thing is the longest road trip for, for the fire 
is three games. The rest are no longer than two games in a row. So that's really nice. We can get a rhythm going more uh, at home and stuff like that. It's less choppy. It's less like we're away from home for forever, which tends to start some really bad slides. Mm-hmm. And then another interesting thing that the MLS did was after July 23rd, we only play Eastern Conference opponents. And I love this. It kind of frames the way I'm going to watch the games this next season. Anything before July 23rd, how are we playing is as we're getting a system out, how is he doing new to coaching a full-time MLS squad? You know, we'll see. And then after July 23rd, are we winning? So it's a good way to just frame how we can watch a new coach get his feet under him. And then doesn't matter. It's go time, business time. I like that. That's a good way to look at it. And important to manage expectations, especially early on with a new coach. So. No, only maximum three points every game. Let's go. <laughs> That's how I'm going to view it. So, <laughs> Also, we got Charlotte twice in that back half. Oh, that excellent. Would be pretty sweet, you would think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> and Cincinnati Hopefully. wants to. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Um, smaller news, but still important, is assistant coaches have been named for the fire upcoming. I don't know many of these names, but Brady, I'm thinking that you have heard of some of them, if not all of them. Uh, no, uh, not all of them, okay. but one, one I am super, super excited about. So Aiden Brown, the goalkeeper coach, and Frank Klopas stay on as assistant coaches. Junior Gonzalez has been named an assistant coach. He has experience with Ezra. Experience with Galaxy 2, he was the head coach there, and also a lot of youth player experience. And since the fire of focusing on young players, very exciting. The most exciting, however, is C.J. Brown. Fire fans have to be excited. C.J. Brown is the all-time leader in competitive appearances at 372 starts, 364, and minutes, 32,538 for the fire. So he's just a fire you know, stalwart. He was one of the best center backs that the fire have ever seen. Uh, really intimidating defender. All of our trophies were won with him. So that says something. And then Brown is only behind Jaime Moreno and Kobe Jones appearances with one team. So that's pretty wow. significant. It's going to be awesome to see him back on the sidelines. Uh, as I said, knockout defender. He was amazing. And I think he'll bring that composure, experience, and that just defensive nous to a an experienced backline. Super excited for him. Need it. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and last but not least, we've got player news as well for the fire. Brady, you're on a roll here, man. I'm going to give it back to you. Yes. So Victor Bezerra uh, is a homegrown playmaker slash goal scorer. We signed him. We'll see if he gets any minutes next season. Spencer Ritchie, we signed. He's an experienced MLS goalkeeper. Probably will play the role of mentor uh, and be a competitor for Gaga and Chris Brady. And then did you guys hear what Gaga said recently? Actually didn't. No. Uh, Pretty awesome as far as confidence is concerned. He wants his nickname, Gaga, to be more known than a certain lady. He's like he said that he was like I want my name to be bigger. I was like okay, I'm like like that. That's good. Nice. Yeah. So love, love that. And a goalkeeper, all goalkeepers, a little bit crazy. Uh, And then John Espinoza got his green card. So he will not take up an international roster spot. It just means more flexibility for the roster. Yeah. Love it. 
So no huge headlines coming out of either camp, but typical preseason stuff going on or off season, I should say. Stay tuned for more, especially that head coaching announcement for the Red Stars. Moving on to the games that happened last week. If you recall, in our last episode, we mentioned that we would not be doing one particular game of the week, but instead would focus on all the matches in the English Premier League on Boxing Day. So we're not going to do a... Boxing Day is the best holiday. Yeah. Brady's favorite day of all time. (laughs) Very good. Now, we don't have a full breakdown, obviously, for all of them. We're going to go through the ones that did get played um, quickly. Just give a quick recap. We did have three games get postponed due to COVID, uh, which is spreading very rapidly It uh, is among those Premier League teams um, and globally as well, that new variant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bur- Burnley versus Everton, Liverpool versus Leeds, and the Wolves versus Watford all got postponed. Do any of those matches have a date yet? Do we know? No. No, they don't. Not that I'm aware of. No. Yeah, I bet they're Those would have all been very solid games, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's for the best, but it's okay. For sure. Hope to see them on the field shortly. Um, and hopefully, you know, we're all well-practiced at what to do when COVID is running rampant. Hopefully, the teams can stay healthy, yep. stay on the field. Let's look at the games that did get played. First up, West Ham versus Southampton. Southampton coming away with the up, upset here. Three mm-hmm. to two victory. <laughs> what? What happened, Brad? Yeah, this one was the most fun game for me because it was back and forth, really close all game. West Ham looked very weak without Antonio, which I think is significant. Uh a lot because of his play against the U.S. When he plays for Jamaica, he's a force multiplier. And similarly with West Ham, it seems like they have a tough time scoring without him. Meanwhile, Southampton were just the better team, I thought. So they deserve the win, uh, but that was a fun one to watch. Yeah, so, I agree. Super fun. Wanted to mention this too. West Ham are dead in the water. They're no, no more top four for them is my call for the rest of the season. Tottenham have uh-huh. two games in hand. Mm. They're done. Thank you, West Ham. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being annoying for the first half of the season. <laughs> now drift into the middle of the table where you belong. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> I think it it makes more sense to me. I was going to say I'm very surprised that West Ham versus Southampton was the most fun game for you, Brad. Maybe it was the best game that you watched because up next is Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. Tottenham ran away with the victory here. Three uh, to zero. Ah, uh, most fun. I mean, watching a three nothing win, that is pretty fun to watch. So yeah. maybe I stand corrected. Really <laughs> nice performance. Spurs were already up two nothing before the red looked great. And yep. the key has been unlocking Mora and Bergwine. It makes Sun and Kane unstoppable. If those two are running past people, awesome to watch so far. Yeah. And then Zaha just made it really easy on you guys. So, hey, thank you, Zaha. <laughs> Up next, Manchester City versus Leicester. Who? Man City did their thing here. Powerful offense. Six to three victory. Yeah. Truly offense won the day for them because I voted this one the craziest game. Uh, is Kevin De Bruyne back in form? I hope not because he is uh, pretty yeah, unstoppable. Dude. <laughs> he totally is. He's the only one that comes up on the highlights now. Like, <laughs> 
no, there's always like one name in city. It was Sterling for a long time. And uh, it was Gunduan last year. And now it's like KDB is constantly there. So we should all be terrified. Yep. Yeah. A little bit. They were untouchable in the first half. It was yeah. nasty. Uh, Lester did get back to four, three before conceding two more goals on set pieces. So that was crazy and fun to watch them uh, get back into the game and only to lose it then thereafter. <laughs> Uh, but both teams had their weaknesses very much exposed. Man City's counter defense was not good. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. And that then Leicester City. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And then Leicester City set piece defense was very much a hole in the game plan. Next up, we have Norwich versus Arsenal. Huh. Unfortunately, Arsenal with the dominant win here, five to nothing. Yeah, Norwich looked like scared finches. It was, it was not good. Saka <laughs> and Odegaard knew they were the best players in the field, and that was pretty much the story of that one. <sighs> Next up, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. Chelsea, victory, 3-1. to one. How was your reaction to this one, Herman? Well, I can tell you the one Aston Villa goal was, <laughs> excuse my French, <laughs> Reese James is better than that and has got to be better than that. Uh, just nah. that if you're going to clear it, clear it. Do not make it impossible for your goalkeeper <laughs> to get his hands on it and stop it from going in the net. Wonderful finish. He's just reacting there. Like, what actually do you want yeah, him to do? I, I, know, <laughs> I know, but can you blame me as a fan for watching that and being so angry? <laughs> nope. Honestly, Villa were crushing you for a little while, and then Matty Cash just saved your butts. Yeah, also Lukaku he really did. Really, yeah, Lukaku had a great game. Um, that penalty from Cash <laughs> completely turned the head on its uh, turned the game on its head. It was wonderful. The most interesting thing tactically was Pulisic went from the number nine to a wing back for the rest of the game when Lukaku came on. Very interesting. Shows flexibility and leadership from Captain America. Got to love it. <laughs> As one would hope to see. Other news coming out of this game was Tuchel is pissed, upset yeah. <laughs> about the festive fixtures schedule. I think it was a matter of the number of games and mm-hmm. especially with COVID being the situation it is right now, probably not yeah. the best. He, he seemed one upset just about the fixtures in general, but also he said multiple times, I'm just not able to rotate enough. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah, it's great that Lukaku came on, but he needs to rest. This is too many games. And I actually think this is both a call out to the league. That's the most obvious thing, but it might even be a call out to his team. Like you guys, mm-hmm. I need to rest these guys. They can't be our saviors every game. So I think that's okay. interesting to take away from that. Absolutely. Yeah, I I don't think you're reading into that too much at all. Just get, given what Tuchel has said previously this year, and it seems like he's, I know he's under a lot of stress this year, but he's had, he's he's nervous about his team. It's pretty nervous. clear. A little nervous. Next up, Brighton versus Brentford. Brighton coming away with a 2-0 victory here for two teams that are battling it out in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. Brighton were better early on and then held on. Great Selly from Trossard. He had the first goal. Goalkeeper coming out and without even needing to look at him, 
really nice, clever, volleyed finish over the goalkeeper. And then he did the goggles, Selly, which I thought was yeah. very clever. <laughs> it was a sweet goal. Yeah. Shout out to Robert Sanchez. Made a couple amazing saves. So good on him. And our last game, Newcastle versus Man U. <laughs> we can all <laughs> smile about this one a little bit. Yes. Tie one to one. Ooh, Man U. Oh, what, what is this team? Good. <laughs> Man U is not good. Ronaldo was like shoving teammates and yelling at teammates, which ooh, probably ooh, a good ooh. thing. I mean, they were not playing well. And then Ronjic after the game was like, yeah, this is not what I want to be playing like. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope not. I love to see one of those top teams, teams usually in the top though, in just utter chaos. Love that. So not every team got to play. This is tradition for Boxing Day. However, some really, really good games. Chelsea got a victory. Tottenham got a victory. Yeah. Brady and I can smile. Dave, I kind of hope Liverpool doesn't win because it's tight at the top right now. <laughs> and Chelsea and Liverpool say, both have 41 points. But we're going to kick your butts on Sunday. So. Uh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <hey>, all right. <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> Just moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Plowing through. Looking ahead. Listeners, I'm sorry to say that we actually have a break coming up. I know we took a little break for the holidays. And now we have a two-week break coming up. We are going to unlock Ian from his producer closet so that (sighs) he can take some time away. I don't know, man. Is this good? We may never see him again. (laughs) He's a Ian flight loves he knows audio what's best for himself. And audio <laughs> editing so much that he will be back. And Dave is right. It's really what's best for Ian. <laughs> he needs time to recuperate from making us sound like we do in the initial recording to the fine product that actually gets released. And believe me, that is a lot of work. <laughs> so thank you, Ian. What this means, dear listeners, is that we will not be back and available until Thursday, January 20th. So what we are going to do for the game of the week that will take place the weekend of January 15th is let you know via our social medias what that game of the week is going to be. So follow us. Follow us at Windy City Wingers on Instagram. Wrapping things up near the end of the year. Everybody's got plenty going on. When we return, we will be back to form. We'll have news, be breaking things down, plenty of information ready for you. But again, look for us to be back January 20th, two-week break. In the meantime, if you have questions, feedback, anything that you want us to know, go ahead, send us a DM on our Instagram or send us an email, windycitywingers.info at gmail.com. Always happy to take questions, requests, whatever you have. Brady? Hit them with your social medias. Follow me on Twitter at stat underscore bro. Some new things and new announcements in 2022 will be made there. So follow me there. And Instagram at bradthebard13. So you can hear the lovely instrumentation I'm going to add to all of my loops. Yay. (laughs) Yes. And woodblock. And the woodblock. Dave, hit them with your socials as well. I am WCW Dave on both Twitter and Instagram. Excellent. Thank you both. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in for our quick check-in update before the end of the year. Wishing you all a happy, healthy, and fun 
New Year's. We will see you in 2022. Ba-na, ba-na, ba-bum. <laughs>